1: This hour of the Costa Report is brought to you by IBM, big data at the speed of business.
2: Welcome to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and thank you for joining me for another two hours of Straight Talk Radio. I want to take a moment to welcome members of our armed forces who are joining us from remote locations around the world over the internet, and also new listeners in the Florida, Colorado, Arizona, West Virginia, and Georgia areas. Thank you for being with us today. Jesse Jackson was scheduled to be our guest today, and he boarded a plane an hour ago at the request of the British Parliament. So on his behalf, I apologize for the fact that he had to reschedule at the last minute. But but this also created an opening for us to reach out for an update from a guest who, as you know, commanded 3 million viewers on YouTube and who also was voted the most provocative guest on the Costa Report in 2013. Antivirus software pioneer and founder of McAfee Software, Mr. John McAfee, will be Joining us in just a few moments to give us an update on his search to get to the bottom of who killed his neighbor in Belize and who has put a contract out on his life. But before we get today's program rolling, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Mr. McAfee. John McAfee was born in the United Kingdom, though he considers his home Salem, Virginia. He received his degree in mathematics from Roanoke College and worked as a programmer for NASA, UNIVAC, and later Xerox Corporation, Computer Sciences Corporation, and Lockheed. In 1987, he founded McAfee & Associates, which began in his home in Santa Clara, California. The rest is a matter of public record. The company went public and was later acquired. McAfee retired to a quiet oceanfront home in Belize, where he invested in a variety of startups until the spring of 2012, when his home was raided on the basis of false drug trafficking charges. Shortly thereafter, McAfee's neighbor was found murdered, and John McAfee became a person of interest. Fearing for his life, McAfee fled to Guatemala, where he was arrested for illegally entering the company. Country and faced deportation back to Belize. But due to legal delays and a medical emergency, the Guatemalan government deported McAfee back to the United States. Since arriving safely on the mainland, McAfee has been tearing up the internet with videos and new information regarding the corruption in Belize. And he's here today to tell us what his own investigation has recently revealed. It's my pleasure to welcome to the program a technology pioneer and former colleague of mine, Mr. John McAfee. Thank you for joining us again, John.
3: Oh, thank you for having me, Rebecca. I had no idea I was the most provocative guest last year. I don't know if that's an honor or not.
2: Well, I can't tell you if it's an honor or not either. We we run a little survey at the end of the year uh, to kind of get a you know a little sanity check on uh, what our guest lineup ought to be for the upcoming year. And uh, it is true, overwhelmingly, people wanted us to uh, stay in touch with you and get an update. So so let's pick this story up from the time you moved to Portland and you're busy working on starting your next startup venture, which was going to be in the area of internet privacy and security. So let's pick it up from there.
3: Well, regarding that, uh, we're coming out with a product uh, early next week. The first one's called Decentral One, uh, which is a privacy product that uh, will, I think, is going to alarm everyone who uses it. It's going to tell you which of your applications that you downloaded are uh, listening to you, watching you, sending emails on your behalf, uh, sending uh, text messages, reading your text messages, and so on. Uh, everybody who has tested it so far has been fully uh, uh, shocked by the results. Uh, I think that, that you will be, too, if you download it. So, And, uh, and the product's so
2: right called Decentral One, did you say?
3: Uh, yes, Decentral with a D, Decentral One. It's, it's our first uh, uh, offering in the Decentral product line. And all of our products will address uh, both the telephone privacy and Internet. Now,
2: where, I know I'm going to get a million calls on this, John, so even though it's a little off-subject here, let me ask you, where can people get a hold of this product?
3: Uh, it will be on Google Play, uh, and okay. it's uh, our, per- our first offering is for Android only. Uh, we'll be coming out with an iOS version shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is completely free. Uh, we don't even have any advertising, and this is not one of those products that will disable itself after three months unless you pay $3. Uh, this is completely free. I, I'm doing this say as a service to the American public, because uh, I truly believe uh, most Americans are unaware of the situation that they have been placed in by the technology ground. Um, it's alarming. So, yes, the, uh, Google Play, uh, the program is uh, Decentral One by John Mack.
2: Yeah, John, the, the phone connection we have is kind of cutting you in and out. Are you on a cell phone?
3: I'm afraid I am. You I am, are uh, okay.
2: Well, you probably have to get a coat hanger and stand on a chair and put one arm out or something to get a good reception where you are, because I, 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 I know I,
3: I will stand as still as I can. I, I'm actually I've been on the move for many months now. I know this. Uh, and, I know this incident in Portland, and I'm doing this for my uh, my own safety's sake and the safety of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, is this any better? I haven't. Yeah,
2: tested. yeah. This is a little. That's a little bit better. Uh, now, I. I want I'd want to pick the story up from uh, you arriving in Portland and having some feeling of relief and safety while you're living in Portland, but that was far from the case. So can you bring us up to date on what happened in Portland?
3: Well, when I moved to Portland, which was the uh, furthest place in America from belief, uh, a culture uh, in which police uh, and natural uh, nationals would would stand out pretty easily. I moved there for a reason. I, I knew that the Polisian government was uh, actively tracking me. Uh, and because of my, my continued uh, um, emphasis on the, um, uh, the corruption police, my, my continued uh, blogging and press, uh, I, I was a serious embarrassment to the country. And also I was a, a serious threat uh, to the continued uh, uh, operation of the, the ministers who were in power. Uh, all of which are, and I can actually say all of which are, are, are criminals of some sort, either the drug trade, the trafficking trade, contraband, um, money laundering, and so on. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think this is a not to the U.S. government, maybe to the
4: police. John, you're
2: cutting out again. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're just cutting out again, and it, we're getting about every other syllable here.
3: Okay. how is There
2: you there go. go. There you go. So, so you, you get to Portland, and uh, it's not what you, It's not exactly the safe haven you thought it was going to be.
3: Uh, it was not. And I, I knew that the, the Belizean government was after me, and they would eventually catch up with me. Uh, I kept tabs with, uh, with friends uh, in Belize who were in the government and, and also uh, high-level private citizens who were, were uh, surreptitiously uh, informing me of, of the government's plans. Uh, in early September, I had information that uh, a major event would be, you know, uh, was imminent. Um, my wife and I were, were taking te- turns, te- turns standing guard at night. On the 12th of September, uh, the event occurred. Uh, let me tell you what happened the day before. The day before, uh, an article came out in uh, the Irish press of all places saying that John McAfee had died of a drug overdose in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh they even named the doctor who, who was in attendance and the name of the hotel that I was found at. Uh I woke up early in the morning with a barrage of phone calls from friends, relatives and so on who were panicked, many of them in tears. Um, you know, I, I assured everybody that I was alright. I tweeted uh to, to to the world that I am alive and well. Uh I did an interview on C N B C and and CBS and some of the the, the newspapers, uh, and that was that. Um Later that day, my security team was arrested for on a variety of charges.
2: Now, this Which is your security me? team in Portland. I, I want to kind right.
3: of my I, private, my private, my private security. Right.
2: That's so, good. I want to I want to be sure we connect all the dots very clearly here for the audience. Uh, The first thing that happens is you've got all kinds of people calling you from Belize and elsewhere saying uh, there are certain dates that you should be careful because it's known that that, that they're danger dates. Uh, And then, right, and then following that, your security team, well, there's an announcement that you died of a drug overdose. And then uh, on the heels of that, your security team, who you've hired for your own protection, gets arrested in Portland. Now, we we have to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to pick it up because there's a whole series of events and I think it's important to put them all together for our audience so that they understand these are not isolated things that you're that you were concerned about. We're going to take a short break we'll be right back. You're listening to the Costa report.
5: Did you know that every day we create 2.5 quintillion bytes of data and that 90% of the data in the world today has been created in the last two years alone? This data comes from everywhere and it affects everyone. This data is big data. Big data is all data, and it's more than simply a matter of size. Big data represents an opportunity to uncover new insights, make your business more agile, and answer questions that were previously beyond your reach. IBM's big data platform uses sophisticated technologies and patented advanced analytics designed to complement your existing information infrastructure. The IBM Big Data platform allows you to get started quickly today and expand to address more complex problems tomorrow. It doesn't matter where you start. It matters that you start. Find out how IBM can help you turn big data into a competitive advantage by visiting ibm.com slash big data today.
2: Every day our world gets more complicated. Not only is new information coming at us faster than we can manage, new regulations, technology, and the effects of globalization have made it much more difficult to succeed. That's why I wrote The Watchman's Rattle, a book that, for the first time, explains how complexity makes it hard to separate facts from fiction and eventually causes us to make important decisions based on unproven beliefs. And not just us, our leaders also fall prey to this phenomena. But here's the good news. Once you know the symptoms to watch for, you can safeguard against them. So please, go to RebeccaCosta.com, that's RebeccaCosta.com, and order your copy of The Watchman's Rattle. It only takes a few minutes and the shipping is free. That's RebeccaCosta.com. Do it now, you'll be glad you did.
6: People say puffiness and bags under the eyes are the hardest things to get rid of. Until now, introducing GenuCell Stem Cell Therapy. From Chamonix, due to new technology, GenuCell is an incredibly powerful clinical-grade serum guaranteed to show results in 12 hours or your money back. That's right, users could see GenuCell working in only 12 hours with dramatic improvement in as little as two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, GenuCell contains eight extra ingredients to reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness in hours. Plus, GenuCell uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. Call now to try genucell risk-free 800-901-0636. say goodbye to puffiness and bags today call in the next 20 minutes and get the legendary esotique face cream absolutely free just for trying genucell today chamonix the best skin care best results all your money back no questions asked 800-901-0636
7: my name is Debbie, and I'm from Aptos. About four years ago, I remodeled my house, and it was professionally decorated. I wanted it to look like a magazine inside, so of course, the end was beautiful plants. But how am I going to take care of them? So I called Jungle Plant, and Dale gave me a fabulous estimate. She comes in faithfully every week. Waters, dusts, fertilizes, takes such great care of my indoor plants. And believe me, I have 15 of them, everything from a large ficus to beautiful orchids. She's totally professional, trustworthy. She comes in when I'm not there. I really depend on her to keep things looking great. And she's become my really good friend. She's really knowledgeable about plants, knows where to put them so that they thrive. And if something goes wrong, she replaces the plants. My plants are a big part of my home decor, and I love looking at them and feeling something alive and green. So thanks to Jungle Plant, my home is complete. So give Jungle Plant a call at 462-5806 or visit jungleplant.com
2: welcome back to the costa report i'm rebecca costa and my guest today is antivirus software pioneer and entrepreneur john mcafee and before the break, we were talking about three incidences which occurred in close sequence after you arrived in Portland. First, you began getting calls from informers and in police who warned you that something dangerous was about to occur. Second, uh, a major publication announces your death of a drug overdose in Vegas. And third, the private bodyguards that you hired are arrested in Portland, leaving you with no protection. So, what happens next?
3: Okay, what happened next is at 2.15 in the morning, I, it was my turn to keep watch. Uh, I, we were living in a, a condominium on the fourth floor on the corner of a not-very-busy street in Portland. At 2.15 in the morning, uh, two police officers very slowly pull up on motorcycles, a side-by-side, followed by a black sedan, followed by a garbage truck. Uh, not the kind that you dump things in the top, but the kind that compresses the garbage after you dump into it.
2: Now Are these Portland police officers?
3: Uh, they are Portland police officers. Yes, okay. ma'am, in full uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, later on, after I talked to the FBI, I was told that I was wanted for nothing. There were no warrants for me. Uh, of Nothing. My, I, I immediately wake up my wife. We run down to the garage. And by the way, there's only one exit from this building. That was my mistake. Only one exit. And that's out the front where the police have parked. Mm -hmm. We run downstairs very quickly. And in in the garage is the trash room uh, and a two-level parking garage where you drive the cars in and lift it up to the second level and scoot it around. I wanted to hide in the trash bin. My wife said, absolutely not. So we climbed up, which is, by the way, a very good thing. Uh, We climbed up to the second level and hid under a Prius uh, for seven hours.
2: So you're laying underneath a Prius. For seven hours?
3: It's for seven hours. I did not have a shirt. I didn't have time to put a shirt on. My wife just had a dress and nothing else. It was freezing. But we, we, we were motionless the entire time. After we had positioned ourselves, we're in, we're in, we're in a parking garage where the lights are motion controlled. The lights go out. We hear all this commotion, people running up and down the stairs. Finally, the garage door opens very quietly. The lights come on. The two policemen enter. Uh, we, we, can only, we can only see the feet. Uh, they are whispering. They, they are looking at the trash room. I had turned the lights off in the trash room, by the way. The lights are always on. I, I'm, I am suspecting now that they believed we were, in fact, hiding in the trash. They stood there for perhaps 45 minutes, almost motionless, just very faintly whispering. We couldn't hear what they were whispering about, but you can, you can hear people whispering in a very quiet room. Um, and then they left. Three other people came back in about ten minutes later. Uh, meanwhile, there was there was all the commotion going up and down the stairs. Uh, one of the people, or the three the, th- the three people who came in second, left, came back, and for almost an hour and a half, were completely still. My wife and I were 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 totally still, almost breathless. Uh, I told her, "Do not move a muscle. Make absolutely no sound." At four thirty in the morning. The gate opens, the, the, the main garage gate where cars drive in and out. Two of the trash people come in. They roll out the trash bins, and we can't see it, but we can hear them being dumped into the truck and compressed. That makes a great deal of noise. Uh-huh. Um, the, some other people came into the front. Finally, we heard some very loud, angry, and, and distressing voices. Um, clearly someone in charge who was dressing somebody down. Um, and then they left. All was quiet. We stayed there for three more hours. I was totally terrified. I had no idea if they were outside, if they were waiting in our apartment, nothing. We waited until people started coming into the garage to leave for the morning. Uh, we managed to get down. Oh, and by the way, the apartment manager, who never comes in, came in at 7 o'clock in the morning, went straight to the video room. Not the manager, but the, you know, the, the gentleman who is, who, is, uh, who is responsible for the maintenance and, and, and so on, who, by the way, just started his job three weeks before this raid and who left his job three weeks after, came in, went straight to the video room, was in there for five minutes, and, and he left. The video room meaning the room where they, they keep the tapes for the video cameras. The garage has video cameras everywhere. The whole building has video cameras those tapes later, when the FBI were involved, were not available and had disappeared.
2: So the tapes had disappeared, but here's here's the real catch that I want to be sure everybody understands about the trash cans and the yes. and the trash being rolled out and put in the compressor. That wasn't the garbage day.
3: No, that was not the garbage that day.
2: That was the not days. the garbage day. That is the, the yes. kicker here.
3: And no one ever comes in at, at 5 in the morning to dump the garbage because the gates are locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's at 10 o'clock in the morning on Fridays the garbage comes now this is two days early and at five o'clock in the morning um so we so
2: we have portland cars, police an suv the garbage truck coming on a non-garbage an SUV. day
3: well, not an suv it was actually a sedan a black a se- sedan, a black
2: with, sedan. With, with, with they suspect you're in the that. trash can they suspect you're hiding in the trash can after 45 minutes they've deduced this and now they throw that tr- they back that trash up and they put it in a compressor uh, right. Somehow thinking that you're in that can. Uh,
3: obviously, and I think the garbage truck came because I think the plan was simply to come in with the police, arrest me on some bogus thing, walk me downstairs, whatever they do, strangle me, shoot me, whatever, throw us in the trash, and then dump it. Uh, that way, we would disappear. Now, when I spoke to the FBI, they they paid special attention to the to the um, uh, the news report that I had died of a drug overdose in, in Las Vegas. That they say is 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 something that will draw a great deal of attention and then if i disappear the next day no one's going to think much about it it's like because dollars.
2: you were allegedly already dead
3: i was allegedly already dead but they knew i wasn't dead that maybe it was a pr son who knows But well, we're not going to pay much attention now because we had this big blow up of mcafee dying of a drug overdose in las vegas in any case we left immediately and have nothing back to portland um, we, I, I thought about this for for quite some time. I don't trust anyone uh, when when governments are involved. Uh, who knows who else is involved? I didn't trust the FBI. I certainly didn't trust the police. Two police officers showed up with these thugs. Um, but I finally went to the FBI in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, and have been working with them for a while. But while they're willing to give me protection. Um, what what is that going to do? A couple of agents around me? It was going to mean nothing. We're we're talking about some very powerful people uh, with powerful weapons and billions of dollars. Um, So uh, about four weeks ago, I I severed my connection with the FBI, and I have been on the road with my wife ever since. We never stay in a town more than one night. We stay in different hotels under different names. I'm with my dog, my wife, and my car.
2: Well, you know, well, I you've just, gone underground, you've gone underground now, do you I mind have, if I ask you down what down. happened to your bodyguards that were arrested? Were they ever charged?
3: Uh, no, and they they actually were they got out the next day um, whether, so so
2: this uh, was very convenient. Your bodyguards are missing the day this the night that this happens.
3: That's correct. Um, and and uh, it, this this has been so unbelievable that with the exception of the senior agent that I talked to at the FBI who who believed this immediately the higher ups in the FBI have, have all been sort of skeptical. It's like, whoa, this is, this is, sounds too much like born conspiracy.
2: Well, uh, of course, uh, and, and the that's the something the that the we're going to talk about in the next uh, in the next segment because you know you get this this many coincidences, it's not a coincidence anymore. Anybody knows that, and particularly if you're in their field of sciences, and so this is just too many co- coincidences. Uh, uh, finely timed, by the way. So we're going to take another commercial break. Uh, stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more of John McAfee. You're listening to The Costa Report. One of my new customs is to put open bottles of red and white wine on my table so my guests can serve themselves. But not just any wine. In my home, I want to serve the best, and that's wine from Caraccioli Cellars. So this year, I asked winemaker Scott Caraccioli for a suggestion on what I should serve.
3: Come dinner time, it's always a good idea to have a bottle of nice Chardonnay as well as Pinot Noir on your table. That way you have a selection for every guest that walks through your door. But the best way to start the evening is definitely with a bottle of bubbles, preferably Brut Rose, to really get the celebration in, in the mode of the holidays.
2: Oh, you're absolutely right. It's There's something about the bubbles that gets everybody going.
3: Yeah, it's really a, an infusion of happiness.
2: <laughs> That's a great way to put it. So I'll start with the bubbles and then move on to the red and white on my table, and then I'll have everyone covered.
3: Unless people want to keep going with the bubbles, which I always advise. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Scott.
5: We hear there is a new government health care program called the Affordable Care Act. Here is an Affordable Care Act that will cost you less than a daily latte. Supplement with the 90 essential nutrients your body needs to grow strong and stay healthy. Some say you can get all 90 of the essential nutrients from the food you eat. Maybe. But if you eat foods from farmed out soils or foods that have had the life processed out of them, you will deprive your body of some essential nutrients. You can get all 90 of the essential nutrients your body needs for less than a daily latte with a 90 for life healthy start pack it's easy it's delicious and they are essential
1: ace is the place to pick up dr joel wallach's 90 for life healthy start pack swing by ace hardware in freedom gilroy marina salinas and watsonville and ask for the 90 for life you'll get all the nutrients your body needs to grow strong and stay healthy for less than a daily latte
8: remember ace is your place for the 90 for life Spring is in the air, and that means it's time for... What? Allergies? Easter bunnies? No, Charlie. It's time for electrical safety. Of course. Hello. Charlie Friedman here with Chris Jensen from JM Electric. Spring is the season for safety. That's right, Charlie. Every year, thousands are injured or killed by electricity around the home. But thankfully, we now have incredible technologies today, like arc fault circuit interrupters and tamper-resistant receptacles that can protect you from those electrical fires and shocks. J.M. Electric is happy to help folks out with a free home assessment to see if any of these devices or our current safe testing services are a good fit for their home. Don't get a free tap dancing lesson from your electrical circuitry. Give my friends at J.M. Electric a call. They'll come to your home, have an expert look at your electrical systems, and tell you what can be done to make your home safe, just like they did for my home. And their visit won't cost you a dime. Give J.M. Electric a call at 422-7819 or visit jmelectric.com or on Facebook and tell them Charlie sent Hi, it's Charlie from The Garden Company. It may be winter, but you can still have fun on
3: the garden. It's bare root season, and that means the best selection and lowest price of the year for roses and fruit trees. Bush roses, climbers, tree roses, apples, peaches, pears, persimmons, and much more. How about an espallied apple that grows flat against a fence? Or an upright tree with four varieties on one trunk? Let us show you the possibilities at The Garden Company Nursery, 2218
8: Mission Street across from Safeway on the west side of Santa Cruz.
3: Check us out at facebook.com slash thegardenco.
9: It's It's the the Way way of of Love love, Live. Live. The variety
7: show committed to bringing you positive stories and life affirming messages.
3: Combined with enough inspirational music and satirical comedy to make it worth everyone's while.
7: Together we focus on the most important issues of the day by exploring informed and enlightened approaches wherever we can find them.
1: Join us every Saturday, 5 to 7 p.m. for
7: It's
4: It's the the Way way of Love love, live. Live.
2: Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and today we are speaking with John McAfee, and uh, in the previous segment, you were explaining that the condominium you were living in in Portland was raided by two Portland police officers and unidentified individuals in a black sedan and a garbage truck on a day when the garbage is not collected. And within right. that same 24 hours, that uh, your bodyguards had been arrested but not charged, and you have no protection. And mysteriously, the videotapes of the condominium parking lot are missing, nowhere to be found. Now, I know that you're going to understand this next question, John, but any time a high-profile personality like you starts telling a story that uh, reads an awful lot like a Patterson novel— uh, the first thing people think is, you know, this can't possibly be happening in the United States. I mean, that's the first thing people think. They, they don't think this goes on in the United States. How do you answer them?
4: Well,
3: it, it certainly happened to me. I, I don't know about anyone else, but this happened to me. Uh, my wife was present while this was happening. Um, she's sitting right next to me now, by the way, and um, uh, it happened to both of us. And in fact, we we read about these things. We watch them in the movies, thinking, oh, gee, that's real, or that happens. Uh, but but when someone actually says it happened to me, go, oh no, it couldn't have happened to you. And, and this is this is the the FBI's official response at first. Now, when I finally went underground and said, you know, I, I, I'm finished with you guys, I started getting emails and calls from uh, the the agent. By the way, the agent I'm working with is, is a remarkable gentleman. He's a 20 year veteran. He believes this instantly. He said, your story rings totally true. Um, the higher-ups were skeptical. However, within the past month, the Department of Homeland Security, who somehow found out about uh, this murder-for-hire investigation, is desperate to talk to me. And, in fact, uh, less than an hour ago, I got off the phone with, the, with a senior agent in Colorado Springs who said, I believe you. The Department of Homeland Security knows that it happened. And it, it is much. it goes much further and wider than even I knew. Um, and well, please, now, I mean,
2: so your story isn't just inconvenient for the Belizean government. It's also inconvenient for the United States government, because who are these people and how did they get involved with the Portland police?
4: Well, absolutely. I mean, it
2: speaks to corruption in our own country. And and that absolutely. is a matter for Homeland Security, right?
3: It is a matter of Homeland Security. And, and Homeland Security, specifically the Immigration Department, uh, wants to know what I know about the, the immigration fraud, the, uh, uh, the importation into America of, of terrorist organizations by, by the thousands of people per year. Now, Belize is a very rich com- country, not in terms of, of, of the country itself, but in terms of the ministers who are, are controlling and profiting from this corruption. Uh, they, they have billions of dollars to spend. Money will buy almost anything. I know that, that you think money, money won't, won't buy police officers in America. Well, I'm sorry. You're wrong. It, it happened.
2: And it will uh, buy you a passport to get into the United States, and, and that's part of what your investigation has discovered. That, is that right?
3: That is, that is correct. That was uh, part of my time in police after the first raid was in gathering information. Well, I'm, I'm a specialist at that, especially covertly through, through computers, and the information I gathered, I was looking, at Rebecca, not, not for overall corruption, but for proof that the raid on my property was planned uh, and that the only, the only purpose was to, to extort $2 million from me. I wanted that evidence so that I could send it to the press. Uh, uh, obviously, that's how naive I am, right? I thought that that would, be, that would be the end of it. But instead, I found all kinds of things which were much more shocking than what happened to me. And, uh, and this is the problem. I have this information. The Belushi government does not want it released. Um, and I have recently um, worked with a gentleman named John Castorevo with the Silicon Valley Angle, uh, who spent three entire days with me, day and night, pouring through all of this data, phone calls and recordings and government, uh, internal government memos. He was extremely skeptical at first. At the end of the time, he was like, wow. I can't believe this is happening in America. Well, I couldn't believe it either. But it is. It is happening here. And money, believe it or not, will buy more than you think it does in this country.
2: Well, let's talk about specifics, because uh, once the FBI wasn't having any movement, uh, you decided to launch your own investigation. Uh, and and you're uncovering some uh, some issues that have very large ramifications to homeland security, and they don't just involve John McAfee and the threat to his life, Uh, although uh, you have uncovered some interesting information about your neighbor and uh, who the people were responsible for the death of your neighbor and who may potentially have the bounty, who may be paying the bounty for the contract on you right now. I think it's fair to say you have a contract on your head.
3: There's no question, and it's an extremely expensive contract. Um, The the word in Belize was that this first hit in Portland cost $2 million, and it involved, believe it or not, two uh, extremely wealthy American citizens who also are doing very nefarious business in Belize. One of them has over 100 companies here in America, all of them uh, requesting uh, visas for people that speak uh, uh, Armenian and Farsi and Lebanese and, and Syrian. Um, and they are also now not happy about what is happening. So they're providing
2: funding for the contract on your life because you're disrupting their flow of business, which is basically Absolutely. based on getting people into the country illegally.
4: A, a
3: huge profit. I mean, people are paying from 200000 to half a million dollars per passport, per entry. And if you multiply that by thousands of people per year, we're talking about many tens of billions of dollars that these people are getting. So it's big business, and I'm, I'm a huge risk to that business. Uh, I have all of the data, and I I've, I've turned it over to the FBI. It was so voluminous that they didn't quite know what to do with it. Homeland Security wants me to go through it with them, and I'm going, absolutely not. You guys had your chance. I am running for my life. I am living in hotels in a different city every single day. Uh, and until that, until something changes with the threat, I'm not talking to anybody else.
2: Now, I don't understand, John. Are you saying that the FBI isn't cooperating with Homeland Security? If the FBI has this information, why aren't they working with Homeland Security? Or are they more siloed than we in the public understand?
3: Okay, the, the information I gave to the FBI is, is in, I admit, I, I'm a very cluttered uh, sort of person. Um, uh, I, I expected that uh, we would sit down and we would, you know, I would work with, you know, a half dozen or a dozen analysts for, for a few weeks and we'd get this thing all straightened out. Mm-hmm. Um, what they want is, is my explanation of how all these things fit together. I think, w- why can't you guys do this? <laughs> um, apparently, no Apparently, it's not as easy as it looks. You I mean,
2: gave them raw data and they want you to find the pattern.
3: They want, But I I know the plan. I said, here, you know, I I even showed them a few little pieces here and there. I'm not going to sit down with them for two weeks in any location. Uh, And and I I have a series of emails where they go, we can provide protection for you. Well, how? What are you going to do? Mm When there are not enough agents in the world that's going to prevent this sort of money and these sort of weapons from getting me. That's Uh, right. As long as they know where I am. Uh, and And you can 't tell me that just because i 'm working with the FBI, there are no FBI agents anywhere in this country uh, that may have been uh, corrupted by money i 'm not believing that, so you know they 're on their own um, this is this is the story this is this is the nightmare that my wife and I and my poor little dog here uh, are in and um, uh, you know, I have a solution. Uh, I, it may work. It may not work. And I have just started implementing it. Um, I have I have all of this data. Uh, I've I, I tried to cooperate with the U.S. government. My next step is I've gone to a lawyer who is writing a letter to the uh, Belizean authorities, uh, including the prime minister, the minister of national security, the head of the, the uh, UDP party, which is the party in power, saying that um, – uh, Mr. McAfee has retained me and has given me about 17,000 hours of recordings and uh, thousands of pages of documentation. Uh, And uh, if he doesn't call me at 2 o'clock every Friday afternoon, uh, I'm going to release this to the press. No, it took me months to find someone willing to do this.
2: Well, we're going to talk about that on the other side of this break. We have to take another scheduled break, but uh, we'll be right back to talk about why it was so hard to find an attorney to take the case and also where's the mainstream media in all of this. You're listening to the Costa Report.
9: Hi, I'm Amy Tobin, cookbook author and culinary expert. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. Dole has a bounty of berries ripe for the picking. Fresh berries are not only delicious, but some of the most powerful disease-fighting foods available. Researchers have found that berries have some of the highest antioxidant levels of any fresh fruits. So add a handful or two of your favorite berries to your next meal and enjoy their nutritional benefits and natural sweetness in all of your dishes, from salads to desserts and everything in between. For fresh tips and ideas from Dole's berry experts, visit berries.dole.com. And be sure to check out the pages of mouthwatering recipes. Whether it's a sweet and savory blueberry cranberry chicken salad Or a simple strawberry sorbet, Dole has the perfect berry to inspire your next berrylicious dish.
2: Are you looking for a keynote speaker for your next company meeting, symposium, training event, or exposition? For over 50 years, the American Program Bureau has been bringing the world's most respected leaders and thinkers together with audiences in every industry. From healthcare, technology, education, and finance to manufacturing and entertainment, American Program Bureau speakers inspire and motivate. In fact, no one has more experience matching the right speaker to the right event. Whether it's Mikhail Gorbachev, Desmond Tutu, John Stewart, or Richard Branson, the American Program Bureau offers speakers on every topic. And how do I know so much about the American Program Bureau? Because I'm an APB speaker myself. To contact the American Program Bureau to book a speaker for your next event, go to apbspeakers.com. That's apbspeakers.com or phone 800-225-4575.
1: You may have heard about the 90 essential nutrients or the Mighty 90 needed for good health. But with all the products out there, what exactly are they talking about? The Mighty 90 is 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 60 plant-derived minerals, and 2 essential fatty acids. So now you know. But with all the products you see and hear advertised, what exactly do you buy to come up with the Mighty 90 and the right ratios to promote good health? Longevity has made it easy with the Healthy Start Pack, which contains one canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Vitamin and Plant Derived Mineral Complex, one bottle of Bone and Joint Enriching OsteoFX Plus, and one bottle of EFA Plus Essential Fatty Acids, all in the proper ratios promote good health and vitality. For more information or to order, call Andy or Phyllis Anderson at 888-245-0300. That's 888-245-0300.
8: Hi, I'm Andy, the produce manager at Ben Market. This week we are featuring California green cabbage, 39 cents a pound, large red potatoes, 49 cents a pound, and two-pound bag carrots, 69 cents each. Sounds like a great start for a St. Patrick's Day dinner. We also have cauliflower, $1.69 each, clustered tomatoes, $1.89 a pound, and large California naval oranges, $0.99 a pound. In organics, we are featuring green cabbage, $0.79 a pound, bunch carrots, $1.69 each, and five-pound bag russet potatoes, $3.49 each. Don't forget to pick up some local-grown tender jumbo artichokes, only two for $5. We have many more specials, so come check out our great selection of fresh produce at Ben Loman Market.
2: Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and my guest today is John McAfee. So, John, you, you've collected thousands of hours of recordings and documentation and evidence, but that doesn't mean it was easy to find an attorney who was willing to expose themselves to danger. Tell us about that.
3: Well, I, I'm certainly no stranger to attorneys. I've been sued over 100 times in my career. Uh, it's a mistake to name a successful company after yourself. Um <laughs>
4: You know, I guess most it is.
3: My lawsuits, <laughs> most of my lawsuits involve people who, uh, who look me up just to find an address so they can trip and fall on my property and sue me. Um, but so since I know all of these attorneys, the first one I went to was, was a, uh, a very tough country lawyer in, in, in the state of Arizona. I figured this guy, he's, he's, he's got the cojones to, um, to do something. Uh, I made a trip down. I spent two hours. I, I played some of these recordings for, for him. I told him my story. Uh, he he said he would think about it, and two days later, I got a letter saying, you know, I I regret that I cannot take this case. Um, and you know, he said, you know, if I, I lack the experience, I lack the I lack the expertise. Uh, and while I was there, he said, you know, uh, uh, you know, why would you choose someone in the state of Arizona? This is the corridor for the cartel. This is this is where all the drugs run through. You know, it's it's, it's half the state is run by the cartel. Um, so he didn't do it. I tried three other attorneys. No, absolutely not. Uh, I finally found a young man with, um, you know, with, uh, with both a heart and uh, a sense of adventure said, absolutely. I said, well, you, you want to think about it over? Right. He says, no, there's no need to think, of, no need to think about it. I'll do it. Um, and that was just recently. So the letter has not been sent. It's he's still wording it in such a way that it doesn't look like, a, you know, a threat or, or something of that nature right. so that we, we, we certainly abide by all of the laws But once that happens, uh, then then I'll be safe. Now that means that's right because
2: because effectively, yeah. I I just want to word this the right way. If you're holding information uh, effectively, you're more valuable to the Belizean government alive than dead. Because if you die, it goes everywhere. Yeah.
3: Right now, the information that I have released to to um, uh, the gentleman I think you'll be talking to in the next hour, Mm -hmm. uh, John John Uh, is is very uh, damaging to the two American citizens who were involved in this, and I think those people belong in jail. Uh, and it's also very generically damaging to police without, without going into detail enough detail that someone could be tried and convicted of an international crime. Uh, the rest of it I'm reserving. Uh, I was intending to give the entire packet to the U.S. government, but, but they have done nothing for me. Uh, so from now on, that that packet of information is going to remain sealed in a vault No no one's going to look at it as long as I'm alive uh, with the first Friday that I do not call the lawyer by two o'clock. It is going to be released to the press.
2: Now, uh, where has the press been on all this? I mean, obviously, you're, you're, you know, you're compulsively honest. This is the thing I like about you. We worked together for a number of years. And even though I didn't, sometimes I didn't like what you had to say to me. You you were, you had integrity from the get go and everything you said was absolutely the truth as you knew it. So where has the media been in all this? Why have they, you know, they they almost covered you. They couldn't get enough of you for week after week after week, and then they just dropped you like a hot potato. And yet you you you're very public about this.
3: I am. Well, it's a very dangerous thing for the press to tackle. I think for you know for the the, the larger press outlets. Uh, number one, uh, for a year the press has been calling me, um, you know, paranoid, uh, possibly a murderer. Uh, possibly a drug manufacturer, and all of these things that the Belgian government has promoted, um, and suddenly I'm starting to release documentation uh, that counters that to 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 a major extent. Well, what's the New York Times going to say after it had headlines in in uh, December of last year? John McAfee wanted for murder, which is not true, and suddenly uh, John McAfee is wanted to murder. Uh, what what do you do? However, the press is, is the press, and at some point, uh, as as it, by the way, the, this uh, report is being serialized by by Mr. Castro. At some point, as the documentation is surfaces uh, in you know in these reports, they will have to say something. You you can't stay silent forever in the in the face of overwhelming truth.
2: Yeah, the um, trouble I had with the right. press, John, is that I felt that they treated you like a bit of a novelty. And they weren't uh, – it's almost as though that YouTube video that got so many hits did a disservice because it caused them not to take you seriously. And now you've got 17,000 hours of recordings. I don't know. Maybe you need 100,000 hours. I, I don't really know. But, but as you point out, the evidence is overwhelming that there was corruption and cooperation inside our own country.
3: Absolutely uh and, and that's another reason the press is afraid to touch it uh you know the the retribution that can be uh wreaked upon a, a news outlet for for saying the wrong thing uh only starts with uh annual audits you know that, that cost a fortune and and disrupt a business forever uh it can it can go far deeper than that so uh, I, I do understand their reluctance. Well,
2: I'll tell you, everybody around here is handing me notes saying, uh, "I bet tomorrow morning we get questioned about our FCC license." <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 you know, they're they're not too happy with me here around the station. They're basically saying you may have cost us our license, and you know, if, if that happens, we'll just uh, that just becomes one more dot that connects back to you.
3: Well, I, I tell you what, if that happens, you can become CEO of my new company, Future <laughs> Tensa, and I think that's going to be a huge success. So. Well,
2: I, I will I will definitely take you up on that offer if that happens. Listen, we're out of time, but I know that we're going to have uh, John Casarito uh, join us in the next hour, and I know that he's been staying very close to your situation, and uh, we're fortunate to have him on in the next hour. So we're going to cover a lot right. more of this, but I appreciate you making time to uh, come on our program today and to speak truthfully. And also, uh, we wish for your safe return to Silicon Valley, um, because I like to think, at least in Silicon Valley, we're still running by rule of law. I I might be wrong on that. You might find something new that I don't know about, but I I, I like to think that, at least in this area, we still uh, live by the law.
3: I think you do, and I I will be back, I promise you, because I owe you dinner.
2: All right, I'll take you up on that, too. Thank you, John. All right, bye-bye. If your station is leaving us after this hour and you have a question or a comment to make about our interview with uh, Mr. McAfee, you can email me at RebeccaCosta.com or drop me a note on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, whether you're a fan of John McAfee or not, let me know what you thought about our interview today. Uh, Just go to RebeccaCosta.com and click on our contact page where there's a space to leave your comments. And while you're at the website, be sure to check out our new bookstore. I receive a lot of emails asking me what I am reading, mainly from parents and teachers across the country. So we created a bookstore which has the books which uh, have had the most impact on me. In, In fact, this past month I've been immersed in Alan Greenspan's book, The Map and the Territory, uh, which I'm going to admit is not the easiest read in the world, but in many ways is a living testimony to how unwieldy, complex, and completely unmanageable global financial markets have become. For years now, Greenspan and I have been writing about effectively the same subject, but he sees it from a financial perspective. And I, of course, see our consternation from an evolutionary standpoint. But here's a really terrific news. When you click on any book on our site, it takes you right over to Amazon. And then anything you order when you land on the Amazon site, whether it's a, another book, a, a video camera, a DVD, a printer cartridge, everything, and anything you order when you go to our bookstore site to get to Amazon will cause Amazon to make a donation to the Costa Report. That's right, it's going to cost you nothing to support excellent postpartisan broadcasting. Every time you shop at Amazon, you have an opportunity to make a donation to our program. So the next time you shop on Amazon... Please remember, don't go directly to Amazon. Go to RebeccaCosta.com first and then click on any book on our bookstore page, which will take you right over to Amazon. And when you do it that way, you will help keep the only nationally syndicated, completely independent news magazine on the air. The Costa Report is the last independent news broadcast left in the country, and we're going to stay that way. We've made it easy and free for you to keep independent broadcasting on the air, so I hope that you'll just uh, click on our website when you want to make any purchase from Amazon. That's something everyone can do. My guest next week is American oil man and business icon T. Boone Pickens, who will be with us to explain why the United States must cut off OPEC. And exactly how we're going to do it, Pickens has a plan for energy independence, and he's not going to rest until the country gets on board. Don't miss the always informative and entertaining T. Boone Pickens next week, right here on the only news program that puts policy Ahead of politics. I want to take a special uh, moment to thank John McAfee for coming on board uh, in short notice. Uh, We lost Jesse Jackson to the British Parliament an hour before our show, and when you're doing a live show, folks, That's what I love about live radio, I have to say. You just don't know what's going to come up. And and I want to keep our program live, uh, despite the fact that sometimes we're going to lose our guest. and, And I promise you that Jesse Jackson will be back in the next couple of weeks when he returns from London. So I want to thank John McAfee for coming on board in short notice. And that was a riveting interview with him. And I thank him for his honesty. Now stay tuned for another hour of Straight Talk Radio. You're listening to The Costa Report.